Let's turn our Bibles tonight to the book of Jeremiah. We'll be in the book of Jeremiah. And uh, if you are reading through your Bible uh, in a year and you're going by the Bible reading plan that we have on the back of our bulletin, uh, your reading has you in the book of Jeremiah. And uh, if you're surprised by that, that means you're not following that uh, plan to be uh, reading through the Bible this year. Uh, but I was reminded of this verse of Scripture, Jeremiah 33, uh, that we're going to be looking at uh, this evening. And I want you to uh, be turning to Jeremiah chapter number 33. And uh, while you're turning there, because it is the book of Jeremiah, I'll give you a few minutes to turn there. And uh, I'll just remind you once again what an opportunity we have uh, next week to be a help and a blessing to the cause of Christ. When uh, the Lord, uh, whether He calls us all home together in the rapture or He, begins, he takes us home, I, I want my life to be used to advance the cause of Christ. Uh, I want the, the cause of Christ to have benefited by my life, by this church. And uh, I, I tell you, that's my mindset that's my prayer, is uh, everything we do to help and benefit the cause of Christ. And if we keep that as our focus, uh, that's a good, good, good plan for all of us to have. That's a good goal for all of us to have. And uh, so next week we have a great opportunity to do that. Jeremiah 33, and I'm going to read the first three verses of this uh, chapter. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy the book of Jeremiah. I think Jeremiah, if there can be an underrated prophet... I think Jeremiah, we don't really get a sense of the greatness of the man Jeremiah. There's a lot of traits in Jeremiah that I would like to have in my own life. Uh, when Jeremiah was discouraged and he quit, not discouraged, it's not what I want to have in my own life, but uh, he couldn't get away from the call. He couldn't get away from what God created him to do. Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, uh, he, was, he had compassion. Jeremiah, who did what God commanded him to do, no matter if there's a result or not, no matter if there was anybody listened to what he had to say. I guess that's why I relate to him so much. Jeremiah pours his heart out and pours his heart out, and nobody paid attention to a thing he said. As a matter of fact, start calling me Jeremiah, if you would. No. Um, the, the point I'm making is Jeremiah, he, he did what he did for his God. And uh, we find some great truths in the book of Jeremiah. Sometimes... I would encourage you, I know right now, if, if we're keeping the schedule, you're going through the book of Jeremiah, but I would encourage you to do some, 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 some deeper reading, some deeper study on the book of Jeremiah. It's, it's, it's a wonderful book. Jeremiah 33, verse number 1, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the second time, while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it. The Lord is his name. Here's our, our text. I've preached from this text many, many times, and I'm going to give you a different outline tonight than I've ever given you before. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. I love prayer promises. I love to be reminded that I have a God who wants me to talk to Him. I have a God who likes to hear from me because he wants to do for me. He wants to meet my needs. He wants me to let him know what he already knows so that he can answer my prayers. Think about that. 
So when I think of this verse, so many different passages in Scripture, the book of Psalms and Romans reminds us, specifically those, reminds us of the fact that false gods are just idols. They're stone, they're wood, they don't speak, they don't hear, they don't see. Those that would pray to those false gods, they're wasting their breath. But as a child of God, I have a God who tells me, call unto me, talk to me, tell me what you need, tell me what I can do for you. Tonight, I just want to give us a simple outline. I will not keep us uh, very long tonight, uh, but I just want to, I've entitled this simple title, Getting Our Prayers Answered. Getting Our Prayers Answered. It's wonderful to pray, isn't it? Oh, but I want my prayers answered. Getting our prayers answered. Father, help us tonight as we look into your word. May this simple passage, may these simple thoughts just remind us of some great truths, foundational truths, if you will, in the life of a Christian. Situations will come in our life where we must refer to this verse of Scripture. We must act as this verse of Scripture admonishes us to. Father, I pray that we'll be reminded of these things so that we might have great blessings in the future. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Most of us, if not all of us, and if you spend any length of time in church and your Bible at all, you're going to hear somebody talk about Jeremiah 33.3. You're going to hear a message preached on Jeremiah 33.3. It's going to be the subject of a a Sunday school lesson. Uh, You're going to memorize it. I remember it's one of the earliest verses I, I, I memorized growing up in church. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Songs have been written using this verse of Scripture. Music has been put to this verse of Scripture. This is a verse of Scripture that most of us know, most of us are aware of. So with that in mind, um, there really is no excuse for us to not have our prayers answered. And I want to remind you the context of this verse of Scripture. Look at verse number 1. And let's be reminded of where Jeremiah is when the word of the Lord came to him. It says that when it came to him the second time, while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison. If you study the life of Jeremiah, Jeremiah was in jail, out of jail, in jail, out of jail. He was oppressed. He was persecuted. He was uh, was mocked. He was ridiculed. And I know we have it rough, don't we? But God is telling Jeremiah who truly was alone, who he had it difficult. He would serve and obey the Lord, and what did he get from it? Just the fact that he knew that he did what God was, but he didn't see results of it. But he's faithful. God was reminding him, Jeremiah, call unto me, and I will answer thee. This was in the context of difficult situations. This was in the context of disappointments, being disheartened to to serve and put your effort, and then at the end of the day, say, what do I have to show for that? The end of the year, what do I have to show for that? And God said to Jeremiah, call unto me and I will answer thee. God did not just tell Jeremiah to pray. He told Jeremiah, I'm ready to answer. You and I need to be reminded of that. 
we should not pray as a religious exercise. There's a reason why we pray. It's because we want an answer. It's because God says He will answer. Now, when it comes to getting our prayers answered, I want to say, first of all, way of introduction, it's possible. Think about that. It's possible to get your prayer answered. I mean, if I could get this in life, well, well, it's possible. Well, I've got a burden. I wish I, would, I could have help with this. It's possible. Having your prayers answered is possible. Having your prayers answered is not just for the pastor. It's for you, too. It's for every child of God. It's possible to have your prayers answered. Think about what that means. There's words that we use often. There's nothing wrong with the words, but, but we use them so often. I think we, don't weigh, we take the weight of what they really mean and what they're really saying. God answers our prayers. Let's be reminded of who God is. He's the Almighty. He's the Creator. He's everything that exists, He spoke it into existence. There needed to be, there was no, He didn't need a big bang. He didn't need, He didn't need millions of years. He said it and it was so. God answers our prayers. Think about that. It is possible, if if I didn't have other motivations for getting saved, that would be a motivation right there. The fact that God would answer my prayer. If I didn't have other motivations to, to serve, that would certainly be one of my motivations right there because I want God to answer my prayers. Getting our prayers answered... I want you to remember this by introduction. I'll make two statements in introduction, then I'll get into the outline, and we'll go home. God answers our prayer. Getting our prayers answered, it's possible. I want everyone who is, who is here this evening, who's watching my live stream, listening to my radio, when the service is over and, and we go our separate ways, I want you to take with you the fact that it is possible for you to have your prayers answered. Yes, you. Not just brother so-and-so, not just sister so-and-so. You, if you've got a burden on your heart, you've got a need in your life, it's possible to have that prayer answered. Getting our prayers answered is not just possible, it's also necessary. Because there's one Almighty, and it's not the Pope. It's not you. It's not me. It's God. No matter who we're talking about, no matter how their, 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 their Christian walk is, no matter how their physical strength is, no matter what their mental capacity is, everybody has a limit. And this is what we all, especially the younger generations, need to be reminded of. Life is, is, is easy for the most part right now, and, and you can get by. But let me tell you, life, the longer you live, there's things coming. You can't solve it. You can't fix it. You can't change it. Having our prayers answered is possible. Isn't that wonderful? But it's necessary to every 
one listening to this message tonight, whether in person or by some other means, it is necessary for you to have your prayers answered. Your marriage will not be what it could be if, if you don't have answered prayers. As a parent, you will not be what you could be or need to be for your children if you don't have answered prayers. As a church, we will not be able to help the people and be what we should be for somebody else if we don't have answered prayers. It's wonderful. We need to be reminded that it's possible for each and every one of us to have prayers answered. It's necessary. So God's going to bring things into all of our lives that we cannot solve, that we cannot bear, we cannot carry. You know what it forces us to do? It ought to force us to go to Him. Rephrasing that, we shouldn't be forced to go to Him. It should be something that we do because we can. When we forget that first statement is possible, we're reminded because it's necessary. We, we are not self-sufficient. We need God. We must have God. As the, when we think of those things and getting our prayers answered, and certainly the context of Jeremiah and the difficulties Jeremiah had, God tells Jeremiah if he'll call unto him, we know the verse well enough, and we, we've read a couple times tonight, he will answer him. And if God will do that for Jeremiah, God will do that for you and I. And if you and I find ourselves in difficult situations, we would be hard-pressed to find ourselves in a more difficult situation than Jeremiah found himself in on a regular basis. And if God promises that to Jeremiah, then he promises that you not. Wait, wait, wait. Before, before you start giving your excuses, how, well, Jeremiah was a prophet. Jeremiah also quit. You ever felt that way? Jeremiah also said, I'm done. I'm never speaking his name again. The prophets were flesh and blood like you and I are flesh and blood. But in case you don't know much about Jeremiah, I'll tell you what happened after that. He said there was a burning in his soul that he could never get away from. But the point I'm making is, is he was flesh and blood like you and I are flesh and blood. And God had to remind Jeremiah, you can have your prayers answered and it's necessary for you to have your prayers answered. So it certainly would apply to us this evening. Now, let me give you the outline tonight. It's a very simple breakdown of this verse of Scripture. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Number one, answered prayers require action on our part. Answered prayers require action on our part. Before I expound on that just a little bit, let me just remind all of us that God is better to us than we deserve. God blesses us in ways that we don't even know He's blessing us. He takes care of us when we don't even realize and stop to acknowledge how much He's taking care of us. But there are some things that God will do for us that He expects us to ask. He expects us to go to Him. Answered prayers require action on our part. God wants you and I to ask. God is better than we deserve to us. But if we want those prayers answered, there's action on our part. 
God knows what we need. Aren't you glad God's a gracious God and gives us what we need? But if you want some of the same things Jeremiah wanted, if you want the things that you can't fulfill for your own self, you've got to ask. Oftentimes we say, well, God, God, God will do this for me, God will do that for me, and we think it requires nothing on our part. That's, that's not reality. Well, he, he promises me he'll never leave me nor forsake me. He, that, he's not giving you that context of you hanging out in a bar every weekend. Uh, we, we take so many things that are like, like it's nothing on our part. There are actions that you and I have to take. Well, there's these promises in the Bible, and a lot of them are conditional. You do this, I'll do this. You do this, I'll do this. This is one of those situations where we must be reminded answered prayers require action on our part. Now look at the first word of this verse. Call. That signifies action. As a matter of fact, that is an imperative sentence. Am I right? Which signifies a strong suggestion or a command. You're welcome. That's free tonight. <laughs> that word call is action. Call. The structure of the sentence also leads to a command. He tells Jeremiah, call unto me. Call unto me. You know, I, I don't know if this is a good analogy, but it may, it may get us in the right frame of mind. Sometimes a parent would say, you say please, and I'll give it to you. Well, that's cruel. No, it's not. Well, why doesn't God just bestow? Because don't you think if it's worth us having, we ought to be willing to ask God for it? He says, call unto me. Answered prayers requires action on our part. Let me ask you a question before I give you number two. How much action is in your prayer life? How much action? God knows my needs. Yes, he does. And, I, and, 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 I, and we could go to other scripture tonight. We don't have time where, where, where God under, understands our groanings. And, and that's part of the, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, discerning, going on our behalf, telling God what we need. We can't even articulate it. But there are things we can articulate and we should ask. It takes, if you don't have answered prayers in your life, every Christian ought to have answered prayers. Let me say that again. Every child of God ought to have answered prayers. If you hear that statement tonight and you can't think of the last time God answered a prayer for you, let's go through a logical pr progression. When's the last time you've taken the action in the prayer life? It requires, answered prayers requires action on our part. I want to be very logical and very precept upon precept tonight. And so if answered prayers are what I want, then I have to take action to get what I want. And the fact that God would let us petition Him. And of course, we do that through the Lord Jesus Christ. We do that through His applied blood that had been shed. We understand that, but it requires action on our part. Statement number two. Answered prayers are a way for God to show us His will. 
Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things. Now, we're going to talk about in just a few moments how big, and acknowledge the fact that God will show us greater things than we could even imagine. But I want you to notice that word, show. There's a lot of Christians, I'm afraid, that, get, that struggle with what is God's will in their life in general, in an area of your life. It's because they're not talking to God about it. And I'm a firm believer in the fact that God reveals His will one of two ways, through His Word and through prayer. And if we're praying, He'll show us through answered prayer what His will is. If we want the will, so many times we as Christians cannot discern the will of God because we're talking to everybody else about it. We're talking to friends, to family, Facebook poll, whatever. We're talking to everybody but God. And if we talk to God, he'd show. And I can tell you, God has given me direction many times in my life based on how he's answered my prayers. And there's many times we don't understand what God, the direction he has, because we're not talking to him about it. And when God answers a prayer, first of all, when God answers one of our prayers, we ought to get on our face and say, thank you. I mean, if, if you want to you, you do a holy dance like David did, that's fine too. It's good to praise the Lord, but we ought to be humbled at the fact that God would answer our prayer. We ought to say thank you, but we ought to stop and take notice of the fact that he answered. And if we're praying for the will of God, if we're wanting to desire to discern the will of God, he shows us through answered prayer. I'm getting ahead of myself, say, well, he has an answer. Maybe he, that is your answer. Sometimes he says yes, sometimes he says no. Sometimes he says not right now. And sometimes he doesn't say it quite like this, but it's like, what are you thinking? So what do you mean by that? Because he's already answered. He's already said, this is what you do, this is what you don't do. There's no sense in asking him, for a different interpretation. So many times Christians get free. Well, I'm praying about the will of God. And I, and I used to say, I want to go bang my head on a brick wall sometimes when I hear that, but it's not in my head I want to bang on a brick wall anymore. Because I want to say, what are you praying for? God's already answered that. He's already told us what we're supposed to do. But there are things that we, we, we need in our life, and we want in our life, and we can't take care of it, and we have to remember God wants to answer our prayer. Every one of us can have answered prayer. We need answered prayer. And he says, call unto me. There's action on our part. And we also get a discerning of the will of God. If there's a major, and this is something for all of us to remember from the young people who are children, young people, young adults, there's some major decisions that we're going to make in our life. There are major milestones in our life from who your spouse is going to be. And there's other directions. Say, so, well, I'll just figure that out. You'll have to do that more than once. Well, I, I, I'm praying about it. Sometimes I'll say, well, you better wait on God to answer. And we all have, well, you know, I'm praying about this and that job and other things. We ought to take those things in, 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 in to him in prayer 
And we ought to be listening to how he answers so that we have an understanding of the will of God. Number three, the potential of an answer to prayer is as big as God is. We as people, but certainly as Christians, we don't talk about the word potential as much. We are, when we talk about the things of God, potential is a word that we ought to be very aware of. That's why mom and dad, you need to be aware of the potential of your child. Well, I've seen his test scores. He can't ever... <laughs> I wonder... You know, there's an old southern saying, the apple don't fall, fall far from the tree, but that's a whole other subject. <laughs> don't underestimate what God can do. Well, they don't have these talents. Since when does God need talent? There's potential. Every one of these children, you could th- think, you, ladies, and I'm not sure who's in there, in there tonight, but sometimes these ladies can come in and be like, oh, I got this nursery. When's this kid get promoted? And I'll just say this. Those kids are probably in there saying, oh, no, I got her again. When am I getting promoted? You take the most unruly, undisciplined, just all over the place. He's got potential. Notice I didn't say she. He's got potential. Sometimes we discount people because of the word potential. Well, let's take that word potential and let's talk about God. You can't measure the potential. Our human mind cannot fathom the potential because the potential of an answered prayer is as big as God is. Isn't that what God says about himself? I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Now, I believe there can be two applications there. We didn't think of it. God wanted to do something bigger than we even thought of. And I, th- I think that is true more times than we even realize that we're, we're looking down here and God's, I want to do so much bigger things for you. But I also think you can make the application that there are things that our mind cannot even comprehend because God is so much bigger than we are. God is so much bigger than this world that we live in and we know and we're aware of. And the potential of an answer prayer is as big as God is. I want to live my life thinking of the potential. What could I do for God? What is a church? What can we do for God? But when it comes to prayer, the potential of that prayer that I offer is as big as God is. Well, that just seems beyond my realm. That's why we're praying. Because it's beyond us. But there's never been a prayer prayed that's beyond God's ability. There's never been a prayer prayed that's beyond what God could do. I think we ought to be reminded of that. The potential of an answer to prayer is as big as God is. Uh, we ought to... Remember that, number four, and I'm done. An answer to our prayer is promised. Call unto me and I will answer thee. The fact that I have a God who's as big as he is, as holy as he is, who wants me to talk to him, he wants me 
to tell him what I need, what I'd like to see done, something that I need in my life or in the life of somebody else. He wants me to talk to him. Now, if, if, that, if that right there does not affect you, 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 you need to shake yourself tonight. I know it's midweek service. I know it's a full week. I know it's dark outside already, and that has an effect on us. But we got to be reminded that the Almighty God wants me to talk to Him. Well, I just don't feel like any. I go to church, and it's like nobody wants to talk to me. Well, you may be right. I don't know. But regardless if that's true or not, God wants you to talk to Him. God wants to hear from you. And God says, if you call unto me, you'll never get a busy signal. You'll never get voicemail. He says, I will answer you. Now, I've already said it. I'll say it again tonight. Sometimes he answers us, and we're not either aware of the answer or we don't like the answer. Well, God, God, God has an answer to my prayer. It may not be his timing yet. That's where we take it to God and we trust God to do what God sees fit to do. Well, I, I think back, and if you'll permit me to use a personal illustration, when our daughter Amanda was sick, this was the verse that we depended on. We, we trusted God on it. We prayed for Him, and we even prayed the prayer, God, if you would do this, what a testimony that these doctors would have to declare and, 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 and what it would show everybody. And that's certainly true. But we prayed for God to heal her, and He did. He answered their prayer. Some would say, well, God didn't answer your prayer. Hold on, this is where we talk to God because we know God knows more than we know. God has a will that is beyond us. And when we say, he says, call unto me and I will answer thee, he doesn't say, bring your wish list to me and, and no matter what, I'll make everything okay. That's not what God says. But we ought to call unto him. If we can get our prayers answered, he will answer us. Now, how many times can we say that God answers us? How many times can we testify tonight of answered prayers? Or we could go and say, I've asked God for this and this is what God did. But there's going to be times when God answers our prayers and we won't realize He answered our prayers till we get to heaven. Because we can pray in an audible voice, we can pray in a quiet voice, but if we pray in an audible voice, God's not talking back to us in an audible voice. But when God answers our prayer, what a wonderful, and when He answers our prayer, what a wonderful, wonderful thought. that God heard me and He answered me. I believe it's important that we keep this verse in the context of not just what was going on in the life of Jeremiah, but in the part when it comes to the will of God. I will show thee. I've prayed many prayers sometimes, God, if you'd op would you open this door, and the door never opened. God showed me His will through an answered prayer. And there have been times like, God, please don't open this door, and He's like... Kick it wide open. I was like, okay. 
When we have needs, we ought to be praying for God to meet those needs, and He wants us to meet those needs. And I want to remind us that an answer to our prayer is promised. So I can conclude this study, this reminder for us this evening. Why aren't we praying? So, Pastor, we are praying, and I believe we're, I know I'm speaking to a praying church. So let me let me say it a little bit different way. Why aren't we praying about everything? Why aren't we taking greater advantage? And if we are, if you can testify tonight and say, Pastor, and I, and I, and I don't doubt that this is the case with so many, I, I, I'm praying like I ought to pray. I'm praying the opportunity to have to pray. I, I I'm doing that. Well, let's wait and discern. Perhaps in your life you can discern the will of God by the prayers of the answers that don't answer. This is a reminder to us. We know God answers prayer. We've seen God do miracles that cannot be explained by human viewpoint. There's no human explanation. It's only God did that. Sometimes we pray prayers and we forget about them. I don't think God does. And we, we're not as burdened the next day, but God's still going to answer that prayer. Because God wants to hear from us. Getting our prayers answered. What a thought that God wants to hear from me, wants to hear from you. But he wants to hear from us so that he can answer our prayers. He can do for us what only he can do. He can... Provide for us in ways that only He can provide. He can do the supernatural. Think of that. I, I, I hear this two or three times a week. Pastor, I, I just don't want to bother you. That's, that's why I'm here. You know, just don't bother me after a certain time, okay? No. Well... That's that. I, I'm your pastor. I, if you have a if a burden, you have a need. I will at least want to pray with you about it. How much on a much 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 exponentially greater scale is our God, who cares for us beyond what one human can care for another, who wants to meet our needs, but we don't bother Him. We don't bother God when we talk to Him. We take our needs. We ought to take our needs. If you have a need tonight, and, and I, I, just, I just felt inclined to just bring a study on prayer tonight, and this is the verse the Lord put on my mind. To, we're a praying people. We need to continue to be a praying people. There's so many other aspects of prayer that we can talk about. Spiritually, we need to be what we're supposed to be spiritually so we can, we can pray. But there's a lot of times Christians don't want to talk to God because God's been talking to them, and they've been, and, and they've been ignoring God. It's hard to talk to somebody you've been ignoring for some time. That's why we ought to keep a close relationship with God because we need Him. And when it comes to the will of God, answered prayers helps us discern the will of God. Now, I want us to pray for our nation. I want us to pray for one another. We mentioned some things at the beginning of the service that we want to pray for some of our members. We have a lengthy prayer list that we, 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 two or three different prayer lists that we, uh, have every single week. I want us to pray for one another. I want us to pray for the week next week. I want us to pray for the preachers. But I want us to pray, yes, so needs can be answered. But I want us to pray because God wants us to talk to Him.
He wants to answer our prayers. And if we really want the discernment of God in our life, we have to pray to Him, and we will get an answer. Now, He doesn't tell us when He's going to give us an answer. Uh, He doesn't tell us how He's going to give us the answer. I've prayed this way, and you have too, if you're going to be honest tonight. Lord, would you, would this is what I need, would you do this? And we have one way in mind. I know you're a great God, I know you're a God that answers prayer, so I want you to do this. I've already written it out here for you, God. That way you can just start checking boxes and answer my prayer. You don't have to say, God is such a good God, there's times that God, I, I need you to do this, or I'd like for you to do this, and I'd like for you to do it this way. And he says, okay. And there's times I've prayed that, and he's like, I don't even know, I can't even imagine what God is thinking, but I know he didn't answer it the way I asked him to answer it. That's where it comes to us, just taking our knees to God, depending on him to answer it, and then we get the direction from this or that. Paul, I remind you as we get ready to stand, Paul prayed three times for God to remove the thorn from his life. I don't think my prayer life is anywhere near Paul's. If I was God, if there's anybody's prayers, I would answer it would be Paul's. Say, well, God didn't answer. No, God did answer his prayer, just not the way he wanted to. He said, would you remove this thorn? Would you remove this thorn? Would you remove this thorn? Whatever that thorn was, God could have removed it. But then Paul goes on the right, and he says, God basically told him no, but he says, my grace is sufficient for thee. He had something else he wanted to do. So he answered his prayer just not the way he wanted him to answer it. And through that, Paul certainly did the will of God, and God was certainly glorified. And so uh, just a few reminders when it comes to Jeremiah 33.3 about our answered prayers. We can have answered prayers. We can have answered prayers. If you ever want to read a book that will convict you but also encourage you, I'd encourage you to read the biography Life story of George Mueller. We may or may not have some in the bookstore, but, but we can try and get some if we don't. That's a biography. It's a little biography. It's not this. It's, it's a British biography I read all the time. Short little book, and in the back it records how many answered prayers. Thousands. Where he'd write that prayer down and answered. Prayer down and answered. You think God loves George Mueller when he loves me and you? I don't think so. I want prayers answered like George Mueller got answered. Well, read that biography and find out how many hours a day he prayed. It takes a while to ask thousands of things. Let's, let's be a praying people. Let's stand together.